and welcome to the Church Stuff <laughs> Podcast. Yes. Yeah, I am we joined take that one. in the office by Courtney and Drake. You guys want to say, say hello? Hi. Hi. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know this is like the like, first time we've I recorded. Say? I don't know what to say. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to say either. So, I'm just going to ask you guys, um, what do you guys do here? At, down at the cave and Radiant Life Church um, in Festus, Missouri, by the way. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys do here? What is what is your job? Yeah, I um, it's changed over the years, but for me at the moment, I'm more of like a behind the scenes, do like the uh, projectors and stuff during the services, take pictures and videos and stuff like that. And then other than that, just kind of a whatever I'm asked to do, I do kind of thing. <laughs> whatever you're but volunteered to do. I'm voluntold yeah. to do. Same yeah. thing. Exactly. Um, yeah, for me, I I run the lights on Wednesdays, every other Wednesday. And um, other than that, just to be there for the, for the students and be like a mentor for them, someone they can talk to and look up to. How long have you guys Try. been coming here? Oof. I... Sh- what? Long time. Long I'm like, time. I, I came here for the first time 2015. 2015. You do the math. I don't do math. But yeah, that's, that's eight, eight years. years. I think it's nine for me because I think it's a year before you started. Something like that. So yeah, nine. Yeah, you came with the Crystal Crew. Yes. I pick you guys up. Yes, sir. Sometimes the old take school you. van. Yeah, and the old oh, yeah. maroon shooter. Oh, I hate oh, that thing. I loved that thing. Yeah, <laughs> Two separate answers, but... Well, it was a lot better than the white van we used to have. The big mm. white van with the vinyl seats in the summer, you yeah. just stuck to it. If you, sat, if you sat on it in shorts, you stuck to that thing. Mm-hmm. And it had an AM radio, and that was it. Oh. So it didn't even have the cassette like the maroon had. So... So you could at least listen to Carnival Games, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, if it was playing. Yeah. Sure. Um... No, so you guys have been down here for a little while now. Um, you guys help out with the youth a lot. I know that working down here, we get kids in here all the time. And um, so how do you, and you guys are, you guys met here, got married, and are still coming here. So how did you guys meet? Was it here? or was The first it? time we met was here. I, we are one of those couples that like you ask Oh, when did you meet? And it's like I remember the day. I have no idea when I met Drake. <laughs> like we, but me neither. Yeah, so we like, yeah. we talked about this, and I'm like, I have no idea. You were just someone who was like a part of my life. All of a sudden, we were friends. It and was like, here. It yeah. was here. We, we met here. We met right. here. The friends group but, just meshed. and then we went to church camp. Mm. And is that when you noticed him? Well, like I like noticed him, but that was no. I mean, like, we, like noticed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like at church campus, he's like playing ball with the boys, or like it volleyball, was, and he just he ball. just dives for it, and you're just like slow motion. This could be love. <laughs> it was whenever he saved me from a snake on our floating trip. <laughs> oh, it's one of those hero moments. Yeah. But no, not really. Kind of yes, really. no. That whole float trip was like. Such a like roller coaster. Yeah. There was that snake. We kept getting stuck in the shallow areas per usual though. Mm, And then um he fell off the front of the raft on purpose. On purpose. We were in deeper water. We were in deep water at this point, Mm -hmm. yes. He fell off the front of the raft on purpose, trying to be all like cute or whatever, I guess. Just showing off. Boys just showing off. But the year before, someone fell off and then kind of got stuck under. So I panicked. I was like, get up. We are not doing this again. (laughs) 
And so then he like reaches his hand up and I grab it and he tries to, or I try to help him at, out of the water and he pulls me in, mm-hmm. all whatever, trying to be cute. Well, I smacked my face on the water so hard that I got a nosebleed. So I just come up from the water and it just feels like water coming off my face. Like I just got fully submerged Mm -hmm. and he's just staring at me like, yeah, Cody was there and he's just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Like Cody does. You're bleeding. (laughs) 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 You're bleeding. That's what he would do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. We're in the middle of the river. There's nothing we can do. So I'm just like splashing water. Yeah. You just hold your face over the boat and just like bleed into the water. Right. That's all you can do. That's so meat cute though. I didn't know that story. You never heard that I never heard that story. He tried to be cute and gave me a nosebleed (laughs) instead. That's well, that's just Jefferson County. Yeah. That's oh. story. Of my, that's story of my life, right there. Yeah, that's funny. But oh, church camp, church camp, lovebirds. Yeah, that's funny. Well, cool, man. I, I mean, I'm glad that the cave could be kind of a part of that. But it's I'd also say it was a pretty big part of it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if I never came to the cave, yeah. then I wouldn't have gone to church camp. Well, yeah, it's, you, you Jefferson County is very small, so it's like you guys would have met eventually, I'm sure. Yeah, but you went to. A school we, we don't associate That's with. That's right. So. Yeah, well, you went to a school that didn't exist. So. <laughs> <laughs> you you went to the, the tiny one. Yes. Uh, I, the only one who went to a smaller school than you is Was me. you. That's <laughs> because I went to a church school yep. that no longer exists. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but that's cool. I like hearing those kind of stories, it's especially because I've never heard that before. Uh, you met, you did mention church camp. Like, you guys have gone down before, like, as, as campers. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like, Courtney is definitely going down to help out with, like, the girls and such like that. Like, is it, which do you prefer? Do you rather Would you rather be a camper or a counselor? That's really hard because, like, I obviously loved going as a camper. If I didn't like going, I probably wouldn't have signed up to go as a counselor. Right. Like, I loved going every single year. I always say, like, I wish I would have started going sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, as a counselor, it's a completely different experience that first year, we were not prepared at all. We were just like, okay, we got a couple girls, we're going, and that's it. Like, we're winging it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was a roller coaster, but it was, like, in the best way possible. Right. Like, I got to learn so much about being, like, that, like, that kind of position. Like, more of, like, staff, because that was before we were considered staff here, really. Mm-hmm. Um it was just an eye opener. It was I loved it, yeah. and being able to like be there for these girls whenever like I have a very big mentality of be the person that you needed when you were younger, mm. and that's what I needed. Like that's why I loved going to church camp because I had those people there that were in my corner no matter what, and they would pray for me when I was really going through it. And it's just nice to be able to be that person for other girls who were going through similar stuff that I did at that age. Yeah, it is a very different thing. I remember when I was first a counselor, um, I was an assistant counselor with Troy, God rest his soul. Um, Mm -hmm. He took me freaking everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it it was literally like, Troy, I was his shadow. And he's like, I'm going to take you to camp. You're too old to be a student, but you can be my co-counselor. And I was like, what do I do? And he's just like, make sure they don't burn it down. They're Mm -hmm. boys. You know, Uh, other than that, I don't care. (laughs) I was like, fair enough. Let's load it up. But you're right. Being a counselor for the boys, it's like, it's very different than being a camper because now you're responsible. Yes. Now it's like, I got to make sure these kids eat. I got to make sure they take their meds. They're in bed. They wake up. Like before it was just me. I had to make sure I did all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I've got 
15 to 20 boys I got to take care of. You got to make sure the dorms are clean. You got to be the one to be like, okay, make sure you know where your stuff is. Cause if it goes missing, that's, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta be responsible for your stuff, but I gotta be responsible for you being responsible for your yep. stuff. I, my first year I lost $200. I took, I took $200 cash and it was like the Tuesday mm. and oh, it was wow. just, I, I was getting changed in the bathroom and I, I took it out of my pockets. I set it on the back of the toilet and I forgot about it. And like, so I, I go back into our dorm, which is dorm seven, right next to the boys bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I go back in there immediately and it's gone. And I was like, it wasn't even 15 seconds. And I'm just like, well, I'm out of money for the week. So, right. That's, yeah. That's terrible. So yeah, being, being a camp counselor is very rewarding um, because you get to interact, not just with your students, but sometimes you get put with students that are like, uh, they don't have leaders, like their church just shows up and drops them off and then they're there for the week and you got nothing. There was this one kid, I don't even remember his name, but I remember his face. He looked like a rat. <laughs> he did. I and he was a terrible student. He was mm. awful for like the first three days. So the first three days, he didn't listen to a th- single thing I asked. He didn't go like I'd be like, "Hey, clean up your bunk." No, nah, I don't want to do it. Uh, hey, you got to get your meals. Hey, you got to go get your medicine. Didn't listen to it at all. I was getting frustrated. I was getting like furious with this kid. And I remember being a counselor, so I brought my guitar because I was going to be there. I was there for like three of the four weeks of camp we had that year. And uh, I brought my acoustic guitar, and I'm just kind of picking and just playing around. And it's like Wednesday, and this kid walks in, and he's like looking at it because I had broken it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "What is that?" He comes and sits next to me, and he's like, "Do you mind if I play?" And I'm like, "You play?" And he's like, "Yeah, I play a little bit." And I give him the guitar, and he starts playing music like America, and um, just this old like '70s type music, the Eagles. Yeah, and yeah. things like that. And I'm like, this kid is like 10, 15 years younger than I am. And he's playing like stuff that my, was my dad's music and stuff I knew and I liked. So I sat there and I just, I talked music with him. And he's like, yeah, my dad, before he died, he like taught me all this music and like shared with me all this stuff. And I'm like, or not his dad, sorry, his grandfather. Um, just kind of shared all this music with him and then he passed away and he left him his guitar. He's like, I've been picking on it for a while. And I'm like, Dude, that's awesome. And I sat there for like an hour and picked with this kid. Mm. We just sat there and played, passing it back and forth. And the rest of the week, hey, man, can you go uh, clean up your bunk? Yeah, no problem, man. Like, awesome. I had that in with him as his counselor. Like, I can I can meet you on this level. And I can talk with you. And we can have the shared experience. And now I've got his respect. Mm. So now it's like when I ask him to do something, he's like, yeah, no problem. You know, so being a counselor is a very different thing than being a camper. Yeah, um, every time I was a camper, every year besides the last year as a camper, we filled our entire dorm. Right. So it was just Radiant Life Church. Mm-hmm. And then that last year, it was split two churches, but they also had counselors. So I was in shock when I go to be a counselor and these counselors are leaving their kids. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? What's his name? <laughs> right, I was like... We had this one girl, she goes, um, yeah, you can just call me Taco. And so I'm just like, I don't know your name. I don't know if you take meds or anything and you don't have an adult with you. I need your government name. (laughs) Tell me your government name. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know how to do this. Like, Kevin, come pick me up. I'm scared. Like, I I don't know. 
it's very much so like that. Like you don't know, like when you have to discipline a kid, we had kids that were filling water bottles with just water and like they're throwing them on the girls. Like they were just kind of messing around. And one of them starts to, to urinate in the bottle. Stop. I hear them say, Oh, you should pee in it. And like one of the kids starts to pee in it and it's a pastor's kid. Shockingly. No. Um, and I looked over at Troy, who's just kind of laying on his, his bunk reading a book. And he's like, go handle it. <laughs> like, all right. So I had to, I'd walk down the stairs and just be like, what in the wild world of sports is you doing, boys? <laughs> like, I didn't know. Like, I'm not much older than these kids at this time. So it's like, what are you guys doing? What, who thought this would be a good idea? So I go get one of the, the worship band, who's their counselor. And I'm just like, your boys are peeing in bottles and, and they're going to throw it on a girl. And so he pulls him aside and he's like, man, that's just not cool, guys. You don't want to do that. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know what you guys are thinking. He's a super laid back, chill guy. Um, and it, it was just super weird of being that. I don't like being a disciplinary. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't know of anybody who really enjoys it. And I'm actually a little leery of people that do. But I don't like to be the disciplinary. I, I want to be your buddy. I want to be your pal. I want to relax. But there comes that line of like, I'm right. in charge and I'm responsible. If, if I hear of you guys going in piano in a bottle and throwing it on a girl, that's on me. And I don't stop you. That's on me. Mm-hmm. So no camp is like one of those things. It's like, I know you Drake, you felt it kind of like being with the kids down here is like kind of scary in a, in a sense. I don't know if scary is the right word. Yeah, but it's, like, not, it's not the word I want to use. It's, it's just because, like, I don't know. It's just something that I struggle with sometimes. Like, I don't know how to, like, these kids are, like, what, eight years younger than me? Like, mm-hmm. there's not much of a difference in there, right. really. But it's, like, but there is because yeah. of, like, the, middle school. the way they grew up is a lot different than I, the way I grew up. So, like, inside jokes and, like, sayings and stuff. Like, I'm still in my 20s, but, like, sayings and stuff like that. It's all different. And it's, like... Yeah okay, how do I approach you in a way that, like, you're going to want to, like, talk to me and, Right, you know, not think I'm just some dweeb adult. Exactly, you know? right. And, like, and like the same thing. Like, I don't want to, like, I'm not one that enjoys being, like, a disciplinary or anything, but, like, in the same end, it's like, okay, well, when that time does come, how am I supposed to do it? Because, mm-hmm. like, the way that you got disciplined growing up is different from us, different mm-hmm. from them. Like it's, it's just well, I goes. can't discipline them the way I was disciplined. Well, and that's what right. I mean. Like it's, <laughs> it's just different. So like the way that I would do it, yeah. like similar to how my parents did, or maybe in my own way, it's like it's probably different. He wants how to they... take them out back and tell them to pick a switch. No, uh, like... no, 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 never. Yeah. But like stuff like that, it's just like because I've never really been in this kind of position where like I'm watching mm. over all of these kids, and it's like. I don't know what to do sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you're just like, man, I don't I don't know how to handle this situation. Like, mm. I'm learning with parents. Like, I, I have to deal with parents. And not that and parents aren't bad. Um, like, I, I totally back and support parents. I know that raising a kid is not easy. Uh, I don't have any kids of my own. So right. I don't, like, I can't relate to them in that aspect of like, yeah, the terrible 12s. It's right. <laughs> you know, they're all terrible when they're 12. No. Um, but at the same time, as like talking with the parents and like, you know, Hey, this is what our kid needs. This is, you know, this is the struggles they're having and things like that. It's like you see a different responsibility side of it when you're like no longer a student and you're no longer, mm-hmm. you know, even when you're just no longer staff or like helping out in the booth or something and like you're responsible for these kids, you know, 
I had one parent and it's probably one of my favorite interactions with a parent because it, it drives me up a wall. Um, it was, she pulled me aside and she's like, do not let my son talk to any girls down at camp. And I was like, we have 15 to 20 boys going and you want me to shadow your boy and make sure he doesn't talk to a girl. I think I know him. <laughs> and it, it bothered me because I'm like, I'm not going to shadow your son and do that. If you need me to make sure that he takes his medicine, sure. If like, I'll make sure that he gets up in the morning, gets dressed, cleans up his stuff, takes a shower. I'll, I'll, I'll hose him down if I have to. <laughs> but I'm not going to shadow your son and mm-hmm. neglect the other boys that I have to make sure he doesn't talk to girls. Right. And it's one thing to say, like, make sure they're being appropriate because they have, like, they're they're through a phase right now. They're whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But, like, to talk to a female. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, like, and you, you definitely know who it is. You think you know who it is. I have zero clue. <laughs> so, like, just me thinking about, like, you saying that, it's like, okay, well, obviously, I don't, we don't have kids either. So my opinion on this could change, but it's like, okay, you want to raise your kid in a certain way and you want to make sure they have certain morals and and things like that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Even if I wouldn't agree with it, like I agree with the fact that you should raise your kid the way you want them to be, act as a human. Like sometimes you just have to let them do things. Yeah. Sometimes you literally have to just back off and be like, okay, they're going to camp, church camp for a week. Yeah. Things have happened and could happen at church camp, right? But such is life. Yeah. Like, I you, would you rather have... my kids screw up or do something wrong at a church camp than yeah. somewhere else. You have to let children explore safely, but they have to explore. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's some with all my buddies who do have kids, and I'm, I'm watching them do that. Like, the kids will start to do something dangerous, but they're like, okay, I'll let them explore it a little bit and suffer certain consequences. But mm-hmm. there's some stuff like they're trying to pull the fridge down. Like, right. no, we're not going to let you do that. But it's like if they're climbing on something, you're like, let them climb. They might yeah. fall off and they might get hurt. Right. But do it in a way that's like, okay, there's grass. It's kind of soft. It's safe. Like don't helicopter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want your kids to experience certain things. Like the boy should definitely learn how to talk to a girl because if that's yeah. an awkward thing that most boys and men do not know how to do uh, is to converse with, with people, uh, especially of the opposite gender. So it's like it's it's difficult to like for me to be like I'm not a parent but I'm not going to follow your mm. instructions like you know in that point I just have to smile and go yeah sure no problem okay yeah definitely yeah. and that kid I will say this walked away from church camp with a girl's phone number <laughs> yeah he did that's awesome he did I love that and I was like and I'm just like that's so innocent mm-hmm. that's so just like I got her number I got her I got her Skype or email Skype. Yeah. <laughs> he got her yeah. Snapchat, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> this was before or Instagram. Snapchat. This was before yeah. Snapchat. Maybe. I don't know. I mm. forget when Snapchat. I, I didn't have a smartphone mm. when Snapchat came out. So, like, I'm a little. Yeah. So, but with, with like, youth ministry, like, that's what we work in and things like that. Um, that's just kind of what we do here at the church. But, like you said, photography and, like, filming and things like mm. that, that's something also you do. Um, what do you look for when you get those shots? Uh, I mean, it could be, it, it's all situational really when it comes to photography for me. Cause like, you know, you're going to look for certain angles and certain people and, uh, emotions and stuff, whether you're, you know, 
the worship teams up and they're singing. You're going to look for people who's got like their hands up and stuff. You're not really looking for that when pastor speaking because not many people do that. Yeah. So like, you know, you're looking for like a good angle of the pastor or like just like, you know, certain things like that. So that's something that I enjoy doing is just like um, getting those right angles and like when the lighting and everything works, it's, it's just, it's a good feeling whenever you get that. Yeah. That you got awesome one of my picture. favorite pictures mm-hmm. and I'll put it up on the screen. Um, it's, it's literally one of my favorite pictures I've ever mm-hmm. seen in this church and you were in the crow's nest and yes. it was just, it was so good. So perfect. And it was, pastor was like kind of almost dead center of it, mm-hmm. like up at the top. So it was like, mm-hmm. you could see him and he's like praying over these people in this group. It's a really good photo. It yeah. was so good. Um, <laughs> and, and to me, that's like, that captures what we try to be here is this kind of like community and like we want to have these times of like we're praying for each other and lifting each other up. We're family. And it, it's not even a cliche to say that. It's like literally it's like we've got each other's back. And to like capture that in a moment on mm. a photo is just it's huge. 